good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Great Monday. Hope your weekend went well. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthews around here somewhere on Twitter. It's at J Cameron Show and uh, appreciate y'all being a part of what we do every day. Right now, really, uh, Tom can throw it up on the screen. I think we've got a special running. I was unaware of it until I got here today, and I just saw it. I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at that. $10 or something like that? Is that right? Do I have that right? I'm erroneously telling you prices and things of that ilk. I think that's correct. It's 10 bucks For four months. 10 bucks for four months is what we got going there. Uh... Tyler, hope you're getting, or Troy, I should say, and Zyler, uh, combine the two. Uh, Troy, uh, I hope you get out of the hospital soon. Zyler, I hope you are on the mend. Some loyal listeners of the Jeff Cameron Show often in the chat both are hospitalized, and uh, we're wishing them well. All right, where do you want to start? Today's first day of football for spring. Uh, in a way, I feel like it's not because we were already over there for the luncheon where we got to hear from Coach Norvell and talk to the coaches. Friday on the show, we played clips from that. We played my interview. I think we may have some sound clips for today that we didn't use. Uh, maybe you and I can respond to that, that we didn't get a chance to. We we, we had uh, Tony Tokars, and we played that full interview last week, and I thought that was really good. I thought Tony was great as usual. Usually he's, he, he is good. He's fun to talk to. I like talking to him because he's candid. And he's also obviously guiding the most important segment group, if you will, um, on the team in the quarterback room. So that was good. Uh, but we had, you know, the opportunity with our staff to kind of come across the room and have uh, somebody in front of every coach, which was great. And uh, we can react to that. But today they'll start practicing. They don't wear full pads till Friday. And I'm old school in this way. You know, I don't, I don't feel like we'll get a lot from non-padded practices. I had this way in the fall, too. You don't get, I'm not here to say you get nothing. You do get something. We're all going to be excited to see these freshmen in action. We're all going to see what, what they look like physically. And they're doing football activities as opposed to just running around cones and showing you what kind of uh, cardiovascular conditioning uh, they've been going through. No, no. Now we're going to see them in football environs. And that's a good thing. So it's not nothing. But the padded practice isn't until uh, Friday. And then they break for spring break like all of us do. We're going to be taking some time off next week just to get out in front of that, let you guys know we'll be taking some time off with our friends and family as well. Uh, and so is Florida State, for that matter. There's nothing to cover next week uh, other than baseball, which I will get to momentarily. But uh, that's the week ahead. And we'll have plenty of coverage for you on Warchant TV, Warchant.com, plenty of articles, interviews, and the like. Obviously, on this show this week, Seminole Headlines, Wake Up Warchant, all that we provide at warchant.com, this is going to be a hyper-focus on the start of spring football, as it should be. And as you see, if you're watching on the chat right now, and if you're not driving around, Tom is flashing the deal. Ten bucks next four months, so a chance for you to save some money and to get in as a uh, Warchant subscriber and uh, be a part of the big party. Be a part of what's going to be a special season. I feel like the way things are going, what is it, already March 6th, 7th? What the hell is today's date? I mean, it's flying by already. So it's it's telling me that before we know it, with all that you and I both know behind the scenes that's going on, not just to cover here, but we'll be announcing soon my golf tournament. 
uh, that we married with Warrior Chant, and we did it a year ago. It was awesome. It's going to be great again this year. We're going to talk to you about how you can get registered for that. Start talking to your friends. If you want to be a part of this, you're going to you're going to want to sign up quick because it goes like that. Yes, and hint, hint, given the day that it's being played, there might be a bigger pool of people coming into town to play it. Yeah, so you're going to be hearing about that this week, I do believe. Yes. And we'll make the official announcement, but I want you to just be kicking it around your head right now that if you want to play in this thing and you didn't get a chance to last year, it's all for charity. Our friends, the Second Harvest, do great work, and uh, I was so impressed with them last year when we worked together on this thing and what we were able to raise. We're going to raise even more money this year. So it's it's a great cause. You guys, I, I brag on you guys about this all the time because I mean it. It's an easy thing for me to brag about between this and uh, the money you guys have raised in the bowling tournament every year for the kids of the Guardian I'd lied I mean, it's just, it's it's an overwhelming response. It's awesome. It's one of the best parts about our job. And, um, and, I, and I mean that sincerely. But I also know that every year, I make this announcement, whether it be for the bowling tournament or the golf tournament or whatever it might be, and then I get 100 emails from people like, I really wanted to do it. I missed out. You know, I'm busy. I'm this and that. I got it, man. You guys got lives. I don't expect you to be tuned into me every second of every day. I'm trying to give you a heads up right now, though, because I always feel so bad. I can't get back to everybody. You Sign up. <laughs> when we get the announcement, sign up. Don't dilly-dally. The thing fills up quick. It fills up quick. Get your team together. Whip up your ponies. Let's go. Be ready to roll. So we'll get out in front of that. And then we also have other stuff that we're going to be talking about, which, you know, for Florida State football, I know that you and I are going to be sitting here, and before we know it, we're going to be doing W's and L's in June. Little post-spring football W's and L's. Yeah. I love it. It happens quick. Like, next thing you know, you know how I am. You get to, like, May, and I'm like, hey, guys, it's already May. Football's about to be <laughs> I start floating it out. It pisses Corey off. He's like, it's not close. It is close. I mean, June is might as well be football season. Let's go. Especially when, by the way, you have the kind of expectations this team will have. In in the past, we were cautiously optimistic. A couple years ago, we were downright, "Mm, I love football. (laughs) That's kind of how we would talk about it. Like, well, you know, football's great. But they weren't specific to FSU. It wasn't like, hey, man, I expect this team to do that. Now it is. Now it is very specific. Now it is, how good can you be? I know you're good. How good can you be is what this becomes. And that's a very different level of interest and focus and day-to-day conversation. And it's a bar that you have to compare and contrast. I like bars. Yeah, I, I do too. And it's a bar that you have to compare and contrast. It's that moment where you're like, yeah, good, good Tuesday, good Wednesday. They got to be better. They got to be better because we're trying to win championships around here. That was that was sloppy. Like we start getting a little bit more hyper-focused on the critiques, but also the praising uh, for the things that are good and all of that balance that you seek to create. Very quietly, the basketball team lost again. You knew that. You knew that before they tipped off. I'm saving the better stuff, baseball and football for after I get this off my chest with basketball. Here's where we sit. Uh, thankfully, what, they got tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock, is that right? Roughly 2 p.m. Let's 2:30. hope it all comes to a crashing in right then and there. Let's just hope that's the end of it. You limp on off, exit stage left, guys. We're done with you. We've been done with you. Been done with you for a long time. 
been done with you with this sorry-ass, embarrassing season that set some dubious records. Most losses in program history. Mm. Mm. You want to start there? Want to start with most losses in program history? I'd like to finish there. Uh, Surpassing the previous record of 21 set by the 2000-2001 team. So it's been 22 years. Um, That, you know, if you recall, that was the end of the Steve Robinson era. If they uh, if we lose tomorrow to Georgia Tech, we'll tie that 2000 2001 team for the fewest wins as well. So you have the most losses and maybe the fewest wins all in the same. That uh, tends to go hand in hand. A lot yeah. of times, but not always. We want to set both the records, Tom. Most consecutive home losses, by the way, we had uh, seven. Seven home losses consecutive. Not just in general. Consecutive, like every time you went over to the TLC Double C, the last seven yeah. times, anyhow, you saw a loss. The one thing about this office here, where it's located in Tallahassee, these mm. studios, mm-hmm. is if you look through the right window out in a certain direction, you can see I ten. Yes, and I did just recently. And you know what was in the right lane, passing by, going westbound on I ten? Ding ding was going down to see somebody else. The beep beep. Oh, the beep beep was just passing beep, just, through. The beep beep, he's not even stopping. The beep was no. like, oh, hey, God. Going 41 miles an hour in the oh, right lane. Oh, pissing people off. Beep beep. The previous record was five straight losses at home. That was the inaugural season of the TLC Double C back in 81. 1981. You weren't alive. But it looked the same until about five years ago. <laughs> I believe the 81 opening, it looked exactly the same. The worst non-conference record at 2-9 and nine since the Knowles gave up our independent status and joined the Metro Conference back in 77, Tom. The only other long non-conference record in a, a season, or losing, I should say, non-conference record in a season was 99-2000. We went 5-6 and six outside the ACC. That was part of that 12-17 and 17 campaign in that third year for Steve Robinson when we began to wonder, uh, was he going to make it? <laughs> this is when I began to say, and Tom, I was on the air wondering aloud whether or not he was going to make it. All those moons ago, yeah. I was on the air talking to this community. A young man of 45 years old at the time. Oh, good Christ. Most losses by at least 20 points in a season. That happened four times this year. The... uh 40-point ass-beaten at the hands of Clemson, 94-54. Worst loss by FSU in 21 years under Leonard Hamilton. The previous mark of uh, 39 points uh, set last season uh, in that ACC tournament game against Syracuse when they were just, like, pushing our players and nobody seemed to want to respond. Right, and then I believe it was Coach Bayheim who was presented with facts and and said he's going to choose something else instead of the facts. Yeah, well, hey. Very common. Very in vogue. Yeah. So this is all I'll say about that as we move on. It And I said this a week ago. I probably said it two weeks ago. If we're just looking at it from a news angle and we, we remove. Now, I'm on the air to give opinion. I'm on the air. I provide emotion, opinion, and all those things. Yeah, we love you for it. But, but what I'm saying here is if you just want to look at this thing objectively, the story you would be waiting for, and I think that, that this is. Absolutely true. If you were cover, if you were on the beat to write this story, you'd be thinking to yourself, "What's the next big story I'm going to write about Florida State basketball?" Sure as hell isn't the result of the game against Georgia Tech tomorrow. 
It's instead going to be, does the athletic director, who has real power and has been able to wield said power so far and make big decisions in big moments and splashy ones at that, does Michael Alford give Leonard Hamilton one more season to right the ship? Does Leonard Hamilton and that staff deserve it or do they want it? I don't know the answer. I, he, Michael Alford's got to figure that out. I have an opinion about whether he deserves it or not, but I wonder if Ham wants it. I don't know the answer to that. I've not spoken to him on that level. Uh, well, I can't imagine there's going to be an extension release. Well, no. So, you know, the question is, would you want it if you know this is it? If You know, if you're sitting behind the desk of the head coach and you're Coach Hamilton and the word is, look, you've got one more year left on the contract. It's yours. Do you want it? And then that becomes the question. Because well, we're not extending you. This is it. So let me just say this. Somebody might say, why would you do it? What's the point? Well, I'll tell you this. Pitt had themselves a fine season this year. You know what they did last year? They went 11-21. and 21. They went 6-14 and 14 in the ACC last year. They were butt. They were cheeks. This year, they're 21-10 and 10 and 14-6 and six in the ACC. They had a complete roster overhaul. They went about the process in a very modern way. It was a complete roster overhaul. They were like, that's it, that's all. Grand opening, grand closing. We suck. Look at it. Self-evident. We're 11 and 21 and 6 and 14. All you got to go. Flipped out their roster via the transfer portal, and here they sit, nearly won the conference. So there's a team that did that. NC State went from 11 and 21, 4 and 16 a year ago. Guess what they were this year? 20, I'm looking at it right here, 22 and 9. 12 and 8 in the ACC. Again, all transfer portal. You guys aren't getting it done. Get the hell out. We'll bring in some new guys that can get it done. We'll take our chances and gut this roster and replace it with people who care to play and play hard. Maybe a guy named Brent Forrest. Boy, he looks old. <laughs> Thick, too. He's a grown man out there. Look at this guy having his way as a point guard, just pushing people around. So if you watch a lot of these other teams that have routinely just done whatever they wanted to Florida State this year, uh, big, strong guys, attacking guys, uh, aggressive teams uh, that can create off the dribble, uh, that move the basketball, that transition well, that do all of the things that Florida State did not do this year. Uh, you know, I mean, I, can, can you do that? Can you reasonably expect that you can do that? I don't know the answer to that. And I get back to this part of that question in this equation. And that is this. Would you, if you're Leonard, you'll be 75 before they tip it off next year. You got what it takes to do that? To tell all these guys? Because Leonard loves his players, man. He's loyal to his players. He, even guys that have not been loyal to him, not he doesn't exactly show the door. Not this group. I know. He's, he's, he's openly questioned them mm -hmm. to the media, which is crossing a line he has hardly ever, if ever, okay, crossed. Okay, well, so you believe then he would be, he'd be fine as the assassin. In this yeah, case. But my question is: Is one year enough? Like, in, in well, his I mean, mind. I just gave you one. I just gave you two examples no, no, no. Yeah. for him. For him, by definition, yeah. it's not. Hey, if you do well next year, then you get to keep coaching here. Well, maybe he does. What if they go twenty-one and what? What if they go uh, twenty-one and ten and sixteen or fourteen and six in the ACC? You're gonna you're gonna run them off. It may be time at that point, especially what? if it's all <laughs> if it's all portal laden. Look at the look around. This is what I, I am. They're all doing it. It's the same thing. I, I, if you prove to me 
that you can use the portal effectively to that degree. If you want to have a triggering option at 23 wins next year, then sure, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's get there. Yeah. Listen, we don't need to go on down that road because they got to do it first. I don't know what the answer is going to be, but that's the next, that's the next big part of this story. Good night, basketball. Onward we move. And whoever stays goes to the sand pits. That's the, that's the deal. We got a couple guys I'd keep. Got a couple guys I'd keep that I think uh, have uh, a pretty good ceiling. They, they've got some yes. uh, to the pits to them, right? That's right. There's nothing. You know what? Perhaps he could pull the Coach K card and say, you don't deserve oh, I hope to he wear the logo. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to do that. Don't want him to do that. Let's assess the weekend that was, and then the rest of the show will be football. But Florida State did lose a weekend series in baseball, the first weekend series loss of the year. And that Florida Gulf Coast team was filled with guys that the basketball team needs. Bunch of 30-year-olds with pot bellies, with mortgages. They're balding. Two car payments, going through divorce. These are some hosses, DHs in the American League. Everybody's BYU if you're it not was, at a major school. It was crazy to look at that team. I'm like, look at these dudes. That guy started for the Tigers last year. I went to school with him. <laughs> the Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. What's up, guys? Our next partner that you're going to hear from is Athletic Greens. You've heard me talk about Athletic Greens in the past. Happy to talk about them again. I take Athletic Greens every day. And I gave him a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, it had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's athletic greens. And uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way, if that's important to you. It is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply
If you, by the way, were to uh, decide, like, okay, through a really brief respite, you know, a short period um, in which to, you know, gauge or, you know, a minimal amount of uh, data points, what is it we know about Florida State baseball? This would be the easiest team in the world to diagnose. You know, what we know so far about this team. The head coach described one of the things we know about this team when he described the uh, the depth of pitching as, quote, razor thin. Yeah, that seems about right. The pitching depth is, in fact, razor thin. Not good. Uh, you would say this team, if you're just looking at the ability to score runs, to hit the baseball, really, really pretty good offensively. Very good offensively. You'd say defensively, it's a bit of a struggle right now. It's a bit of a struggle right now defensively. The uh, the infield, mm. that area where they have mm. the dirt, mm-hmm. don't feel safe yeah. when the ball is rolling to anybody who nope. is nope. in the dirt area right now. No. You don't feel real good about that. Anytime the ball's put into play. You may, when the ball rolls into that dirt area known as the infield, go, and you wait. Well. It tells you everything you need to know that when they cleanly make a play, you go, all right. <laughs> yeah. Like when I yeah. watch, you know, and I know this is not professional baseball, but when you watch professional baseball, if you're a Braves fan, whoever the hell you root for, and you're watching the Rays, the Braves, the Mets, Pirates, Phillies, and you're sitting around, flipping around, you're like, and you see a two-hopper to short, you're like, well, there's one out. You don't really think anything of it. It's shocking when the play isn't made. You're like, oh, God. Uncork that one. How about that? All right. Could be the start of a big inning. Yeah. The, yeah. The only time that you are interested is if you see a pat of the glove or yeah. pro hop. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh. thinking a little too much. Oh, you're like, oh, oh. I'm thinking about this too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But the opposite is true when you watch Florida State baseball. Two hopper to short, you go, Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be all right. Yep. Made the play. It's getting uh, paired with the random fourth on the golf course. <laughs> and when he makes a four-footer, he, all right. You know, he <laughs> yeah, gives a, a good fist pump. It's, <laughs> and that's a four-footer. Like, I, those aren't automatic. At any level, even at the pros, four-footers can be troublesome. Sure. But you're giving that a birdie fist pump. That's That tells me where you are. Yeah. You don't trust your putter. You don't think you're going to make a lot of putts. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, again, razor thin pitching staff. Very iffy defense leads to a lot of runs given up. And on this weekend, there were a ton of them. Our compatriot, Corey Clark, uh, given that Florida Gulf Coast many moons ago, not that many years ago, was uh, was it Lob City, Dunk City, whatever they were on that run that they went on. So this weekend it was Dong City uh, for that same baseball team. And I agree. I agree. Uh, pretty much uh, you thought every time you scored a run, you're going to need another one and another one. And then I thought, well, that's three this inning. Let's see if we can get 10 because I think we're going to need all of them against this team. I just think when they do their workouts in the offseason with these guys and that roster at Gulf Coast, they call it the second tour of duty Horses. because of how old they are. Horses. Yeah. Now, Una- unafraid. <laughs> oh, The maturity buddy. of somebody in their mid-20s, unaffected, unafraid. They put their man weight on, and they're ready to put it to use. 
They'll post you up down on the block. They're not afraid. Deal with all this ass. What you going to do? Those guys walked into the box. Deal with all this. Let's go. Hovering over the plate. You ain't got nothing. If nothing else, what we're going to accomplish this year at Gulf Coast <laughs> is getting enough support for this baseball program right. that we don't wear a $5 vest on a Sunday. Man, That's it, what we're going to do. It's impressive, though. Those guys, they're ABs. They let the ball get deep in the zone. They are not afraid, and they take healthy cuts. There's damage on the mind of many. And listen, uh, short of Wyatt Crowell, who went five and two-thirds and threw nearly 100 pitches on Sunday in order to get the Knolls the win, uh, why wouldn't they be confident? Like, if they're facing anybody not named Wyatt Crowell, why wouldn't they have been confident? Um, you know, you think about the other pitchers that Florida State trotted out there, and there were 10 of them in total for the weekend. Uh, those guys, they were lit up like a Christmas tree. 28 runs on 33 hits, 20 extra base hits, and 10 home runs. <laughs> Good crap. What are we doing? That's a tough week. And most of them would have been a home run, even if it was 65 degrees out. This yeah. weekend's supposed to be a little colder. It was not temperature-aided, is my point, yeah. or wind-aided. No, no, no. They, they, they were all were... mashed. That's yeah. a good lesson for this young crew. Yeah, they went 2-2 two and two on the week. You beat, you, you got a lucky win, sort of, if you will, against USF, but you need those, and you got that win, and you fought hard, and you put the bat on the ball, so, okay, that counts for something. You get that win. You go, so for the week, you go 2-2. Two and two. Not the end of the world, uh, but you really didn't pitch, and you scored a ton of runs, and that seems to be fairly consistent. Uh, these, these guys, and I, I'll say this, uh, I, Colton Vincent, good job, young man. I owe you a that a boy. If I'm going to rip you like I did at the beginning of the year, and you earned that ripping, by the way. I don't apologize for noting that you were garbage last year. You have been sensational this year. Tough love Cameron has come to the rescue again. See what I did there, Colton? I took credit for your success. That's how this works. But good on you, young man, because not only have you hit in a way that you didn't show any inclination whatsoever you could do a year ago, you've hit, but he's actually played well behind the plate, too. And that was the book on him before, and it didn't live up to last no, year. No, no. But that's how you see it happen, where one thing can permeate to the other th function of what you do. Like, Cam Smith is having a rough go right now, and I think it's both defensively and offensively, when he's in the batter's box, his head's swimming. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, young kids, yeah. With Vincent now hitting the way he is, as long as Holbrook didn't suffer a major injury this weekend, well, and I wanted to bring him up. back, he was great. Then you could just DH him, and you're all set. There's your combination. Yeah, you're good there. Boom, one and two there, and then you got to figure out some other spots. But you need McGuire Holbrook to be back because yep. that dude is a hoss, and he got injured yep. coming home the other day, and they said it's a hamstring, and I'm just. I'm holding on. I'm Between holding that on. and Diamas, if you could get this whole group yeah. healthy, this is a fearsome lineup about I, I, eight I, spots down. Yeah, I agree because you lose your leadoff hitter, but not only, and, and that's an important point, you, you lost your leadoff hitter trying to bunt, which is unfortunate, but he also is really your best option in center field by a long shot. So you lose your center fielder, it hurts you on defense, and you lose your uh, kickstarter on offense to, to lead off the game. And so that that's unfortunate. It'll be a few weeks, so we're, we're not going to see him for a while, and they'll have to make do. But then you brought him up. McGuire Holbrook is a man. That's a big, strong dude who hits the ball the other way with authority. That's a guy that if he's going to be that, you feel very, very good. You know, that's a guy that had more walks than strikeouts a year ago. That dude doesn't strike out. Bat to ball is 
his forte. He doesn't walk a lot either, oddly. I think the walks was 21 and strikeouts 19. 19 strikeouts in a whole season. Yeah, yeah. In the modern era, that's not a player that you see too much of. No, slugging over 900 for a season in which he doesn't strike out a ton. Yes, I mean, please. We're sorry, opsing over 900. Yeah. Slugging was five, yeah. five plus, but his ops is over 900 yeah. without strikeouts. Usually as the ops go up, strikeouts go up, but not with this particular yeah, player. Yeah, and infuse that in my lineup, please. I mean, yeah, let's go ahead and have that guy in your lineup steady as, as she goes. They've got options offensively. They're going to be fine. They're going to score a lot of runs this year. they got to get a lot better defensively. they got to run the bases better. They still don't do that very well. It led to one player being benched over the weekend. Now he got a chance to come back out and hit a home run yesterday. But Nander can't be a senior and run the bases like he's a true freshman, and he was forced to be made an example of, and, and, and for good reason. This is the thing, too, about the pitching. If you're not going to get Crowell for two games a weekend, then we need to make him a starter and well, be I think, done with I it. I think they're extending him in that way. Like, when you see a guy throw almost 100 pitches, I think but, they're trying to extend I mean, him to the point where they make him a starter. But let's say you didn't use him for 50-plus on Wednesday. Maybe you lose that game to USF. You might very well. But then you have a chance. I mean, the margin was very slim when you're talking about the winning margin in the first two games. Oh, yeah. You they can make Crowell for games. two innings on either Friday or Saturday. Do they win one of those two? Absolutely they do. Absolutely. So if you can't use him for that long, then or that often, I should say, in a weekend, then he's got to be a starter. The other thing yesterday that I'm going to nitpick, I'm going to do it. He got to. He's at 80-plus pitches. They had a conversation with Crowell in the eighth. But you're, then he got the one, two, three. You're up seven, though. I know what you're going to say is he's, why. He's approaching 90 pitches. He, he had 60 nearly in the midweek. Do you really need the extra inning? If you can't get three outs before they score seven runs in the ninth inning, shame on you. Need to get a win there, Tommy. Need to get a win. I, I, you know, those 15 uh, know. pitches, 20 pitches, and, then he, and he ends up, you know, it's first and second, nobody out. He's got to come out of the game but, anyway. But, but Tom, we don't know, is he going to decide to start him now? I mean, were you extending him, thinking to yourself, you're just going to start him next Sunday? It could be. I just I feel mean, like that's an awful lot of pitches for the week, and you're up seven. I, I think you're good. I think you can tell him to go ice it up. Probably. Unless you're just trying to get him extended again, because maybe you've now realized, hmm. I was going to try to get away with it. We can't get away with it. We don't have enough starting pitching. Now I got to go. Now I got to extend him and make sure he can do it. He proved it beyond, you know, I mean, listen, he's out there trying to prove something too. And so he did. He did most assuredly. And now I think you probably have to make that decision. All right. On to football next. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Good Monday, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're well. We'll be making our way on over to the practice fields for Florida State football this afternoon. And um, I'm trying to think of who I'm most excited to see. Probably the obvious choice in Hakeem Williams. I think I really want to see him run, do football exercises. We watched him run some in the workouts. A lot of those things are, you know, jumping through pads and short bursts and things like that. We, I want to see them running football plays. I will not be there today for practice. I'll be doing kind of a headquarters operation. Be live tonight at 7 p.m. on Warchant TV for the Smash, in which there'll be live yeah. reaction from the practice fields. Mm-hmm. You're joining us uh, in the second slot. Ira's going to be with me at 7 o'clock to lead it off, but you'll be right after. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say about some of these guys. The trenches, you can't learn much until Friday when they go full pads. You can kind of see how the how the players handle uh, the rapid nature of practice. We have so many holdovers. I can't imagine they're going to be waiting and slowing things down. This will be a very quick-paced 
couple of hours to begin spring practice. Yeah. But after seeing Jeremiah Byers, who the Battle's End announced today, a partnership with him, man, after seeing him last Thursday, I cannot wait to see what he looks like when they go 11 on 11 and then in the individual drills against the defensive line. That dude is impressive. The line, the offensive line, once the pads come on, are going to be the thing I want to watch. Going against that defensive line where we've talked about the depth of the interior and the talent that they have there now and the options that they have. Yeah, the, the offensive and defensive lines going to war every day against one another uh, over the course of spring and really in the fall when they're fighting for jobs. I mean, man. I can't wait. That is that's football. That's what you you know. You love football. You love football when there's competition, and you love football when there are options and guys have to look over their shoulder. You know, you get the intensity of focus on a daily basis when competition exists and position battles exist. That's not always true. Not every camp has that. Some days you're just going to focus on the passing game, or you're going to focus on whatever it might be because you know there are too many foregone conclusions with the other groups. And that's just not the case now. Uh, there are no foregone conclusions for the vast majority of this. So Jordan Travis is your starting quarterback, yes. Trey Benson is going to play a lot of football in the backfield for you. Uh, but that offensive line is filled with position battles. Would not be surprised to see a major shakeup on that offensive line. I think you could have as many as three new starters for sure, maybe more. So, again, we're talking about the competition being intense there. The battle for reps on the defensive of the interior, I think, is very, very real. Uh, Fisk will not, we don't think, you won't see a lot of physical action from him in the spring as he recovers from his shoulder injury that he suffered before transferring in. So, I mean, he's a six-year player. I mean, he, he understands how to play. You'll watch that in the fall, but he'll be a big part of that competition in the fall. And meanwhile, you have all these guys fighting for reps, fighting for starters reps. And uh, you don't know who your two starting corners are. You don't know who's nickel. You don't – I mean, I guess you know your linebackers, but you don't know yeah. – I mean, Shaheen Brown's going to probably be a starting safety. But, again, he's got he's to prove yeah, that, that he's going to be. So It's like receiver very much at defensive back. At receiver, you know that Johnny and Micah are going to get a lot of time. It's just a matter where they line up most consistently – and then who's going to fill out that segment group for different circumstances? In the red zone, Johnny's not coming off the field. Micah could, you know, if they want to put Hakeem out there in that situation or they want to bring out all three tight ends. Oh, red zone, a bunch of size. Right. You go empty with all Absolutely. three tight ends, yeah. Marquiston, Morlock, and Bell. That could get fun. Woo. So the multiplicity you can run on offense is fun. But at receiver specifically, you know who a couple of the guys are going to be. It's just how do they fill out the two deep? Same thing at defensive back. Feel very good about the fact that Fentrell Cypress is going to be on the field for you. Shaheem Brown as well, given the way Adam Fuller underscored again and again and again how big time of a player he thinks he could be. Akeem Dent has a job until somebody takes it from him at present at safety. Beyond that, how it all fills out, how it shakes out for nickel and dime, all those kinds of things, no idea. No. It's awesome. It's awesome. Even the battle for backup linebacker as we get into fall camp will be interesting as well. Because DJ Lundy serves a purpose, especially against run-heavy teams. They like what they see in Omar Graham, at least off-season training-wise. We'll get to see him put our own eyes on the situation. Brendan Gant was not useless. He was no, I thought Brendan Gant did a great job, quietly, mm -hmm. of adjusting to his new role. Probably not one he wanted to make. He was surprisingly physical for being undersized. He's putting on even more pounds, size, and he's... Tenacious, so yeah, you got something out of him. That group is not where it needs to be to win championships. If we're just going to, I mean, if I were going to criticize any one group as a group that I have serious question marks about, 
It's the level that you can reach at linebacker. Uh, you can be serviceable, uh, maybe even above average. Uh, Especially but, if the interior's better. Because, you know, yeah, the, the run yeah. defense numbers last year, a lot of that was predicated on the fact that they were never healthy in the interior. And so there's, yeah. I mean, it's like anything else. Your defensive backs look better with a good pass rush. Yeah. Your linebackers look a hell of a lot better if the interior has more talent and is healthier. But I think just laying eyes on them, we also yeah. know they're not elite. You know, they're just what they are. Correct. I'm just saying the path yeah. to being above average in terms of a segment group. Yeah. The path begins with the guys in front of them winning battles every once in a while and not just getting road graded by their last two opponents. It'd be exciting to watch them have a chance. But I, I think that's a group that you would say, man, that's next. That's that's high on the list of that's got to get a lot better. But you even have a, I mean, if we're doing this game and we have been doing this all, you know, off season already. I mean, look, you get the transfer. Uh, the uh, Tyler Keltner kid come in from East Tennessee State, and uh, you know I'll be biased rooting for him. Nothing against you, Fitzy, but uh, root for my Etsu guy, and and you get to get the competition. Let's go. I, in truth, I really don't care who wins the job, just as long as they challenge each other and get better because of it. So let's see what happens there. Um, that that is something you will be able to watch in spring. I would think they got to give him more kicks just in general, to, to foster the competition. There are days, and, and there was one last year where we went into Doak. Mm-hmm, and how many mm-hmm. kicks were there? Like 15 kicks, I think, that we watched across the different combatants in, in the room. Mm-hmm, yeah. They got to have more of that in the spring. You know, even if it's conducting it you know, at the same time that they've got position drills, there's just a lot of idle time for the specialists. If you're really going to give this a look, you got to keep those guys going. More chances for Keltner. More well, you can make that fun. Fitz. You can make that so fun. I remember those days, and they've done it here before, and really coaches have always had a good time with this. Towards the end of practice, whether or not you're going to rep more or get to go a little early, have a kicking contest. Here we go. First one from 35. Both make it. Okay, let's move it back. You know, First guy to miss, you're gone, and you're going to stay. But, you know, then you get to that one yeah. where all the pressure's on it from like 50. Offense gets a kicker, defense yeah. gets a yeah. kicker. Yeah, yeah. And you see, you, you let them go back. Put real pressure. You know, they talk about this a lot in golf, and I think it's hard to replicate. Uh, and, and I know that coaches talk about this all the time. Like, make your practices something that creates an intensity uh, that will be somewhat similar to something you might face, uh, you know, on a weekend. Now, it, I've always thought that pretty impossible. I mean, I can tell myself this chip is worth an awful lot, but, I mean, if the chip is actually worth $1.7 million and I need to get it close to the hole, that's a different chip. No matter what kind of machinations and things that I do in practice, it's not the same thing. And coaches went, oh, yeah, you can make it into, man, come on. Stand in the middle of the fairway with the U.S. Open on the line, up by one, down by one from, you know, 172 with a, Prevailing win left to right is a very different shot I'm hitting than no matter what kind of fictitious thing I've set up into practice. Hey, man, you know, it doesn't take much, but let's just say that that you got to get up and down on 18 Mm. and it's for 60 bucks. Yeah, right. You know, it's a $120 swing one way or the other. Yeah, yeah. But even that will charge you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the same thing as the U.S. Open? No. No. But we're looking for that $60 chip. From That's these all kickers. We, and you can get that in practice with these kickers. And you can get certain things in competition uh, that you haven't had in the past in practice. You're right. A whole segment group wanting to go home a little bit early. I wish, Riding on you. I wish there was pay for play. Like, the NCAA said it was cool. Because then you could have a briefcase hanging from the net. And the first kicker 
to hit the briefcase, get guess what's uh, in it? There's your pay for play right there. Just say it out loud as the coach. All right. 53-yarder. Live rush. 100 bucks. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Every time they miss it, it goes up. 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll get that competition. I look forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Jeff Cameron, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio at War Chant TV. Got to make sure I do this before I forget, before the hour rounds out. It's a short segment here, hour number two forthcoming momentarily. But I I did already acknowledge and doff the cap uh, to uh, Colton Vincent for his work. I should doff the cap to the Florida State, uh, I don't know, athletic department, I suppose, for the upgrades at Hauser. I spent a lot of time, particularly on Saturday's game, uh, I got there plenty of time because my, my son wanted to go, so we were there early with his friends. And uh, I got to go throughout the whole stadium, every level, all the way around, did every Because I was told of all the changes. The first time I was there, I didn't get to see all of that. I was just there, baseball game left. This time around, I did the whole thing. And uh, they finally properly highlighted their many successes, their players, their history, uh, what the reason the program has the cachet that it does, even without a national championship victory, they have successfully, finally done right by those players and coaches that came before that built this program into something of significance to where we have lofty expectations that when not met, obviously the, the fan base is vocal. And they did it everywhere you go, whether it's a player who went on to the majors, was all... American or obviously Golden Spikes award winners and the like, uh, the seasons that ended with a college world series appearance or even in the final day and all that, all that stuff, right? It was really well done. An extra coating on the stairs, Tom, there was no standing water to speak what? of. No standing water. Now it's been dry. Very much so. No standing water. You'll see again when you get there today and we're watching from the stadium. I'll or, see it Wednesday. You'll see it Wednesday. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, man, no standing water. The, the dust on the fans, gone, clean. They painted them. They look good. Scoreboard's still fairly useless. They got to work on that. But in terms of meaningful stats and of th- th- that nature. Do they have the velocity in a notable place? They did. You can see the velocity. That's yeah. good. Yeah, they have that. Um, but, but bravo, bravo. Now, again, is the overall place still a dump that needs to be torn down? Yes. It's not where Link Jarrett came from. He came from a dump. It's right. better than that. It, it, well, it's definitely better than that. But it's it's not great, right? We know the innards are not great. But is it vastly improved to where it was? Yes. I, I absolutely was. I thought, all right, you got me. Well done. Well thought out. Well thought out. I mean, it makes sense what they did and why they did it. Everywhere you look, you're like, okay, oh, look at that. I didn't see that. That's fantastic. All right. That is a player we should highlight. Oh, look at this. Did you have an ice-cold beverage? I didn't. You didn't? I was wondering how the line situation was. I did not. I didn't notice the lines. Um, I drank water from the press box. And I oh, did you were the press box. I didn't sit in the press box, but I got, went and got okay. water from the press box. Uh, but, uh, no, both games, I didn't I didn't go to the get beer. I, I was with my kids. I wasn't going to do that. So, you know, but next game I will. 
How did they enjoy the beer? <laughs> We're not there yet. No, no, no. It's not too long now. Oh, no. That's... Yeah. I know. I don't like to think Pump about the brakes on that. I mean, we're only six years away from Bryce being twenty-one. It's nuts how quickly it happens. But no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't have any beers while I was there. Now, when I got home, that'll be the day when uh, <laughs> we do a remote from CP and, and Bryce. Bryce is having by. a beer. He's like, "Hey, let me get you guys a beer." Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. I will know at that point. Uh, there is no well, other you way. Remember him as a baby. I do. So that, that then you'll be telling was, on yourself. He was a toddler ish. Yeah, he was when, like three yeah. when you first met him. Now I remember Clark as a little cute baby. You remember him the day he was born. Yeah, we knew each other. Mm -hmm. I remember I got a ride from you uh, one day, and he was in the back in the chair in in the kitty. Uh, it was like one of those combinations. It looks like a carriage, but it's a car seat. Mm -hmm. And he's just locked those blue eyes. He's oh, like, they're beautiful baby blues, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's adorable. He got his mom's baby blues, and he would just stare at you and smile. He had a fat face. He did. I love fat faces. Oh, yeah, you want your kids to be fat. I wanted my kids to be fat as hell. Bryce was always pretty lean, but Clark was a fat ass. It was great. Now he's all leaned out. But, yeah, when they're, when they're fat like that, you just gobble. You want to gobble their cheeks. It's the best. You're like, oh, fat ass. <laughs> my wife would get so mad. You called your son a fat ass. Yeah, it's beautiful. He's a gorgeous little fat ass. I love him. And then they start leaning out. You're like, no, man. He reminds me of Baseball Jameis. <laughs> the famed picture of Baseball Jameis holding the mitt. Jameis about to get released by the Saints, by the way. I know. And he's going to be here on Friday he to will be honored be, at Hauser. Yeah, he'll be here on Friday. And uh, maybe on Friday when he's honored, they'll announce that the Bucks have signed him. And here we go. Let the roller coaster begin. Come on. Bring it. Come on down. Let's go for a ride. We got nothing right now. Have some fun with it. Hour number two, forthcoming Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio.